Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. And this story comes from Loquat Abject 9192 who says, am I the asshole for dropping out of the maid of honor role last minute because of an emergency? My best friend Chloe was getting married last Saturday and I was the maid of honor. For one year straight, I was the main planner for her and did the best that I could to fit the standards she had set for the wedding. I even planned an amazing bachelorette party one month before the wedding and I couldn't do this without the gorgeous bridesmaids as well. Two days before the wedding, my husband had a heart attack and was hospitalized. Doctors said his situation was severe and he was transferred in an ICU. Later, doctors told me he needs an emergency open heart surgery in the next 24 hours. His situation was very life-threatening and we could lose him any time. My best friend called me to wish me well and I thanked her. She also asked if the surgery will happen before the wedding and I said that it will happen the day before but it will last for many hours. She said, that's alright, just making sure it doesn't intervene with the wedding, that's all. It's sad that we can't have Ben there, my husband, but we'll have you and you can eat and drink for both of you. Lol. That's when I told her I won't be able to come to the wedding whether my husband's surgery is over or not because I need to care for him and I want to be next to him until we are all 100% sure he's gonna be fine. She said she understands but she reminded me that as maid of honor I have a duty and it's one day before the wedding and I can't drop out. I said that I'm sorry about this, but I almost lost my husband and I don't want to leave his side yet. She didn't curse me out or anything, but she was very upset. She started crying. She said she understands and wished well again. My husband's surgery went well and we are now awaiting for his recovery. It was the day of the wedding and I called my best friend to wish her well. She didn't pick up. Later, I video called one of the bridesmaids and she answered. I asked to talk to Chloe, but she said she's busy getting ready. I said, fine, I'll call later. I called again and again, but no response. I thought she was simply busy with the preparations. I called the day after the wedding and still no response. She wouldn't reply to my text at all. I contacted some of the bridesmaids and they told me that she's very upset with me for dropping out the day before the wedding and that I should make it work no matter what. Some of them said I did what's reasonable and how my husband's health should be my priority. But some others feel I let down the bride on her big day and I shouldn't expect a word from her anytime soon. Am I the asshole? And there's a couple of edits with additional information which we cover straight away. And the first edit says, I wanna clarify that this is the first time my friend has ever acted like this. We faced many difficulties during wedding planning, but she always was a sweetheart about it and made sure to never give a hard time to anyone. She was actually the most chilled bride I've met in my life. There was no way I thought she'd react like this over such an important emergency because I didn't even have previous signs that she'd act like that. Edit two, I want to add another disclaimer. On the day of the wedding, I stopped calling because I figured she'd not reply because she's busy. 
but later I was told she was only not replying to me specifically because she was upset. She had taken a few calls from relatives who couldn't attend because of distance. She specifically didn't respond to me. One of the bridesmaids also pointed out how it's weird that she never called me to ask how my husband's surgery went and as a best friend, she could take a couple of minutes out of her day to simply see if everything's okay as well. Never thought about this until my friend, the bridesmaid, mentioned it. So now it hurts way more. The fact that you had to come to this subreddit to ask this question, you know, it's, I feel so sorry for you that you, you feel so guilty about this. You know, your husband's health, open heart surgery, and your friend still expects you there. That's absolutely crazy. And the fact that she's not even talking to you afterwards is absolute madness. I could understand, you know, her not picking up the phone on her wedding day and not answering your call because she probably was super busy with things, even maybe the next day. You know, a lot of tidying up and stuff to do with some weddings. But we got the reason for it and it was purposely because she thought that like you betrayed her in some way, which is, I can't believe that someone would think that but this would go through someone's head. 100% not the asshole, and I wouldn't even worry about it any further. If this is how a so-called best friend treats you, do you really want them as a friend anymore? And I wish your husband a swift recovery. And I looked into OP's comment history and there was only one bit of extra relevant information that they didn't cover in the edits. Um, Welper asked the question, info, you say she called you, and that's when you told her you weren't coming. When were you going to tell her? You made the right choice, but it's not right to leave people in the dark about if you're going to show up. OP replied saying, To be honest, it was the last thing on my mind. The only person I contacted was my mother-in-law to let her know about her son's condition. Everyone else found out via my brother-in-law and his wife. My best friend called a few hours after my husband's heart attack, almost four hours, to wish well, and that's when I told her, when she started asking about the wedding. With all this going around, I left the home in my PJs without even changing into sweatpants, so I forgot about the wedding up until I sat down for a moment to take a breath, and my friend called. But Kiwi Mongolia A says, not the arsehole, and my heart breaks for you to even have to ask this. You did everything perfectly, dear. If it was her in the hospital, would she prefer a now husband to go to a party or stay and sit with her? Or if it was her husband having open heart surgery, would she have the guts to go out and party knowing what he was going through? I'm so glad your husband's surgery went well and I hope for a speedy recovery. OP replies that saying, I feel so guilty for a moment. Part of me still feels guilt for at least not making sure to attend the ceremony and skip the reception. But I don't know if that would be right considering my husband was just out of surgery like that. Charles Bronson says not the asshole. She's delusional if she thinks her wedding should take priority over your husband's life. I wouldn't try so hard to repair this friendship, especially since she is creating more stress for you when you're already dealing with a lot. OP replies again saying it didn't even cross my mind at first. She hasn't even checked up on me to see if my husband is doing well after a life-threatening situation. Everyone around me has called and even my ex-boyfriend has texted me to wish well for my husband. Distant relatives and co-workers have contacted me except my best friend. Toasty Little Toast says, not the arsehole, she seriously expected you to break your vows to be there for hers. Sorter2112 says, pretty clear to me that the bride is the arsehole. Heart surgery is a major surgery. Of course you don't want to leave his side, especially to go to wedding. She is incredibly self-centered. I would stop trying to contact her. You don't need a friend like that because she is not really a friend. Hope your husband is recovering well. 
Knowlton says this is a case of force majeure. You really have no choice but to drop out. Your husband almost died and he could have easily died as well as during the surgery. It was not unrealistic that during her wedding, you would be starting to make funeral arrangements to be blunt. This wasn't kidney stones or some shit. This was a serious medical incident. So no, you shouldn't have to make it work no matter what. You gave her as much heads up as you could. It's a shame it timed out this way. But c'est la vie. Really thrown in my limited French this post. It happens, not the arsehole. Pokegirl395 says not the arsehole. Should make it work no matter what. What a bunch of baloney. While I understand she was put in a hard spot, you nearly lost your husband to a heart attack and he has an important surgery. A wedding does not trump being there for your husband during an important time of need. Her big day isn't more important than your husband's life. Vampire RN1617 says, not the asshole. I've been an ER and cardiac care registered nurse. If you left the day after your husband's surgery to go get wasted at a wedding, my nurse wrinkles would have been popping. <laughs> I had a friend in my wedding party that lost her near full-term baby a week before my wedding. I gave her the opt-out option immediately. That friend is so incredibly thoughtless. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you have done if your friend put you in that situation? You know, you were a part of the wedding party, but something, an emergency came up last minute, but they threw a fit that you still wouldn't attend. How would you feel about that? What would your feelings be? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from TA Borrow Wed Ring, who says, Am I the asshole for not letting my niece borrow my engagement ring? Throw away because my sister is on Reddit. I, 28 female, recently got engaged to the man of my dreams, and he picked the perfect engagement ring. I can't get over how well he did without asking me any questions about it. It even fits perfectly, despite neither of us actually knowing my ring size. I was watching my little niece, six female, this weekend when she saw my ring. She thought it was really pretty and wanted to try it on. I explained to her that this ring was very special to me and that I didn't want anyone else wearing it. However, I have other jewelry that we could go through together and she could wear if she wanted. She didn't, she just wanted to wear this ring, so she started pouting. I tried to get her to focus on other things and activities, but she was still in a mood about it by the time my sister, 26 female, came to pick her up a couple of hours later. My sister was annoyed and asked why I couldn't just let her wear it for a little bit. I tried to explain, but she said, I just don't understand kids. Later in the week, my sister stopped by with my niece to let my dogs out while I was at work. In my line of work, wearing a ring isn't very practical. Oh no, I know where we're going. So I leave it in the ring box by my bed and put it back on when I get home. When I get home, I couldn't find it. I panicked. I looked everywhere I could think of. I called my sister to see if she had seen it while she was there and she admitted she took it and let my niece wear it for the day. I was fuming. They had gone to the zoo. It could have been lost anywhere. My sister even admitted that they had forgotten it on a table for a few minutes, but I shouldn't be mad because they got it back. I yelled at my sister that she shouldn't have taken the ring when I specifically told her I didn't want my niece or anyone else wearing it because I was worried about this exact kind of thing happening. I told her that I would find someone else to let my dogs out when I was working and that she wasn't allowed in my house when I'm not home anymore. She said I'm being unfair to my niece who loves my dogs and just wanted to feel like a princess for a little while. I'm not mad at my niece. I don't want to punish her for what my sister did. Am I the asshole? 
when we got to the third paragraph on this one and she said you just don't understand kids i was like tapping on my head at that moment i was like no you're the one who clearly doesn't understand your children and setting boundaries for them and think it's perfectly acceptable to let your child wear someone else's engagement ring for the whole day even when you know this person's already said no i don't want anyone else wearing it that should be the end of it simple as but your sister came into your place rooted around your stuff which just again shows they have zero boundaries to go through your stuff to find your ring and then stole it not borrowed it stole it and you know i know if that ring got lost would she pay for it would she balls why am i getting so heated about this <laughs> but mac lady bulldog says not the asshole your sister stole your ring stole it i'll tell her to pound sand and kick some rocks too and not talk to her for a while but you do you on that regard. You never had to let your niece borrow it anyway. Nobody is obligated to share, especially not a piece of jewelry, and the entitlement and attitude from your sister is appalling. Your niece would have got over this small, normal childhood disappointment because, surprise, surprise, most people won't want to share their jewelry with her. And change your locks. <laughs> Obedicta says, not the arsehole, your sister stole your engagement ring. Please make sure she has no access to your house going forward. Your humble overlord says not the asshole. How would little princess have replaced it if it gotten lost or damaged or dirty? I love little kids, but a six-year-old has no concept of the value of an engagement ring. Sister is beyond out of line. Ab828 says she took it out of your house, not the asshole. Ask her what she plans to do if she loses it. Is she willing to replace it? Is she willing to admit to theft? When she said you didn't understand kids, I would have responded back that I don't understand entitlement of parents and that no is a sentence everyone should learn. Catatomical says not the asshole. It's your engagement ring, not costume jewelry for a kid to play with. How dare your sister take it? How dare she let your niece wear it? What would have happened if it had been lost? And it nearly was. I bet you she would have taken zero responsibility. You clearly cannot trust your sister in your home. Time for your niece to learn she can't always get what she wants and time for your sister to learn to stop enabling her. And one more from Commercial Art 8899 who says not the asshole. It's not you misunderstanding kids. It's your sister misunderstanding boundaries. She could have used this as a great teaching moment for her kid about taking no for an answer and respecting other people's things. Instead, she taught her that it's okay to go behind your back to get what she wants. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Again, it's one of those ones that I think, what goes through that person's head? The decision-making here is mind-blowing. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, 
And our next story comes from over Boysenberry4166, who says, Am I the asshole for attempting to set a rule about adults and Christmas gifts for my husband's side of the family, which no one likes? I've always had issues with my in-laws. I see them as poorly mannered, rude, and sometimes cruel. And I know they think I am some uptight control freak. Christmas gifts are a point of contention. For a while, mother-in-law did not get me Christmas gifts, but got them for her daughter's partner. I know she doesn't owe me a gift, but to me, this was a deliberate message. When my husband confronted her, she lost her shit about no one controls her money, but she began to get me gifts, such as cheap, ugly shirts that she knew were too small, while getting her daughter's boyfriend a $500 gift card towards a hobby of his. I finally told her to stop buying me gifts. Then we had kids and she never got them anything, which I found weird, but continued giving to her grown-ass son. I found this even weirder and had him confront her again. Mother-in-law's solution was to start buying for everyone, including going back to buying me stained extra small shirts from someone's garage or something, baggy, beige, underwear, and other weird shit. Three Christmases ago, we had some bad drama on Christmas because mother-in-law's boyfriend, now husband, leaned over and whispered to his mum that my husband didn't get mother-in-law a Christmas present and he just hates that piece of shit. My husband didn't get mother-in-law a present due to the rude gift she got me. I confronted her partner about how he didn't get her a present either besides some candy and a couple of small things and he freaked the fuck out. I knew they were going to the Maldives for New Year's, but I didn't know he had paid for all of that. So that was his gift and I guess somewhere she had always wanted to go. So obviously he did get her an expensive gift and I was wrong. But he went crazy screaming how he would never do that and how do I know how much money he spends on her and to shut the fuck up. We left and he has hardly spoken to my husband after that. This year is our year to spend with his family and I sent out a group text saying I think there needs to be a new rule and no Christmas gifts can be exchanged between adults due to all the drama and less focus on the kids. Sister-in-law is child-free by choice and accused me of gatekeeping Christmas. Mother-in-law ranted that I don't control her money and she hates people who think Christmas is just about kids. And mother-in-law's husband sent me an irate message and I about I don't get to make the rules for his marriage and I need to learn my place. My husband is usually good about backing me but says I am being controlling and I should not have sent that out without talking to him and he will not support me in this. Sounds like a fun place to be at Christmas and my question was why do you even attend this place? It sounds like you absolutely hate it. They don't get along with you. Why are you there? And I know it's probably for the husband's benefit but there's got to be a limit surely. So I was searching for this comment and I found it in their post history from Ella Sotter who asked info, why are you spending Christmas with these people? OP replied saying, it means a lot to my husband and I know he doesn't enjoy holidays with my family, but he puts on a happy face every other year. Our compromises, I will deal with her sometimes and he will spend significantly less time with her than he would if she could be a kind and considerate person. Overall disaster replies to OP saying, this is not fair to your children at all, that they have to sit and watch grandma favor everyone else while giving them used dirty crap. Stand up for yourself and if you can't do that, stand up for your children. OP replied again saying, she doesn't give them used dirty crap, that's me. She gives them nice gifts, usually off a list we provide and sometimes more than we could spend ourselves. She isn't close to them, but she is very polite with them. And since there aren't other kids in the family, I don't see her as favoring anyone. 
International aside says everyone sucks here. You have some very valid, obvious complaints here. However, you absolutely should have discussed that idea with your husband, the one who's blood related to these people. The other adults, while I'm sure they expressed it poorly, do have a point. The most you could demand is you will not be gifted to adults and would prefer not to be gifted to. Does your husband even like his family? Why would you put yourself through this? I'd be no contact so quick with these people. To which OP replied saying, my husband loves his mum and this is killing him. He misses her so much it breaks my heart to watch and that is the reason I'm willing to compromise. He despises her husband though and they have hardly spoken a word to each other since that blow up. And there was a bunch of different angles with this one for me is that you... It felt like you almost started the drama about the whole Christmas gift thing, but why wasn't she giving you a gift as well? Is there something going on in the background? You see them as poorly mannered, rude, and sometimes cruel, and they think that you're a control freak, and saying the whole control freak thing, and then you sending the text out to the whole family saying, I think it should only be between adults from now on. It did feel like you was taking control of the situation, and maybe that's where this is all coming from. But again, at the same time, they don't sound like great people to be around from this story. And you mentioned a Christmas from three years ago where mother-in-law's boyfriend whispered into mum's ear that her son didn't get her a Christmas present. Why is he stirring that shit? But then you come back with mother-in-law's boyfriend didn't get her a present either and you were wrong. Why are you throwing the shade at each other at the Christmas table? I just don't understand it. Again, I know husband loves his mum. But it's just creating this toxic environment you all be in together. So I think I'm going to go with an everyone sucks here just from that aspect. So confusing. <laughs> but Edutech Luigi says you're the arsehole. You don't make rules for other adults. RivMCD says you're the arsehole. Man, just sit back and nod and let them do what they want. Throw a $15 gift card to the in-laws and call it quits. You keep bringing up the issues, OP. Musical Sport says, edit, yeah, you're the arsehole. No one has to buy anyone else a gift. You can't tell them how to spend their money, and that's essentially what you did from the start that started the fight. Third tries the charm says, everyone sucks here. Your mother-in-law is awful, but to date you have, one, complained she wasn't getting you gifts, two, then complained about the gifts you received as compared to other in-laws, and asked that she not get you anything. Three, complained about her giving gifts to her son, but not her grandkids. Four, again complained about the quality of gifts when she began buying gifts to deal with your prior issue. And five, had a blow up with her SO about being a hypocrite and asshole. Now you want to control who gets gifts at their family Christmas. You need to just stop. You do not know when to let a dispute lie and stop inflaming old and new drama. Herding Squirrel says everyone sucks here, but in this situation, you're the arsehole. You can't stop them from buying each other gifts, and you really shouldn't have mass texted his family without consulting him, given your strained relationship. The only thing you can control over here is where you choose to spend Christmas, and it clearly shouldn't be with those people. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it? Oh, I don't think I'd want to be a part of it, to be fair. But <laughs> let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Lollipop Trash 4 titled, Am I the Asshole for Wanting to Move Abroad with My Adopted Daughter? My younger sister went through a pretty rough time as a young adult, drinking and doing drugs and generally being wild. She ended up getting pregnant young and she did not want the child after giving birth. 
despite never wanting children myself. Either I stepped in and adopted my newborn niece, despite never wanting children myself either. I stepped in and adopted my newborn niece as my daughter. My then boyfriend gave me an ultimatum, him or her. As he didn't want children either, I picked her and he left me which resulted in me suddenly being a single mother. The first few years were rough as a single parent, barely making ends meet, but I managed and my sister had nothing to do with us. I never once hid the truth from my daughter that she was adopted, but always assured her I loved her so much and was her mummy. When my daughter was six, my sister was finally clean and wanted to have access to her. I allowed it but stressed she would just be an aunt to her and she accepted this though it's clear she struggled with the concept and sometimes acted more like a mother, which I always squashed quickly. Now my daughter is eight and I've been offered a job in a different country. The pay is almost double my current salary, so of course I'm going to take it, but this resulted in my family having a meltdown about how I can't do this and how it's cruel to take my daughter away from her family and how it's not fair to my sister. My sister has told me she won't allow me to move away with her and that she has fighting court to get my daughter back. I've talked to lawyers and it seems she doesn't have a leg to stand on, as my daughter is legally my daughter, but the rest of the family is telling me I'm being extremely cruel and if I cared about my sister, I'd turn this job down. Edit. As I keep being asked this, yes, my daughter is excited about the move. She's of course sad about leaving her school and friends, but I've been teaching her about the country and letting her try food from there. She knows she can FaceTime and message her friends and will be visiting. I think in this one it's that you adopted her, you're her legal parent and daughter's down with this move as well and I think that's all that really matters. And I think like OP said, we're in a wonderful time with technology at the moment where we can FaceTime each other very easily. So there's plenty of options to keep in contact and it sounds like a wonderful move for you both. But I went into OP's comment history. There was a couple of, there's a controversial one in there as well. I don't know if you'll find it controversial, but Pale Marionette says, you're the arsehole. I'm going to come at this from an angle of your daughter because I'm also an adoptee. Stop this power struggle over who gets to be real mum. Your sister is her real biological mother. You are her real raised from birth mother. You are both her mother. Your daughter has the opportunity to have you as a stable guardian who loves and cares for her and also to have a bio mum in her life. Also, you might have been told by lawyers, but when a family member adopts a child and the parent wants to have the child back after getting clean and on the up and up, they should be allowed the chance. You adopted your niece. She is still your niece and you will have a special relationship. Let her mother be a her mother and go take a job overseas and still be part of her life. There are entire organizations that help bio parents get their children back and this is by and large supported by adoptees. If I found out later in life that I had an opportunity to also be with my bio mum and someone directly prevented that because no, she's mine, I would never speak to that person again, ever. That little girl isn't a toy or timeshare. Do what's right for her future. You can still help raise and support her if you work abroad. See if you can do summers. Try to work out a co-parenting arrangement. And Adams Bidam's replies to that comment saying, bruh, it doesn't matter who the biological parent. Opie is the legal guardian of the kid. Opie gets to decide who the fuck is in the kid's life. And quotes, let her mother be her mother and go take the job overseas and still be part of her life. And then says, fuck that. This kid knows Opie to be mum and not the bio mum slash aunt. You seem to think that, oh, I'm adopted too. Every other kid is just like me. 
To which OP replied saying, I'll admit that line made my blood boil. I'm trying to be understanding and nice as I have no idea what trauma they went through to give them this mindset about adoption. But tell me what happens if my sister relapses and starts using again? And I'm halfway across the world. Not only that she is my daughter and views me as her mother, not my sister. I was the one for every single moment in her life. Last year when she broke her arm, it was me who rushed to the hospital to get it set, not my sister. She didn't even come to check on her, nor did my parents. I dread leaving her with them. Mandy Rahman says, not the asshole. Where was all the concern over the girl when your sister was putting her up for adoption? Were they helping you when you were a single mom and struggling? Why is it so important now when, if you hadn't sacrificed your freedom, she'd have been adopted by strangers, no one would know her now at all anyway? You take that job and give that kid an amazing opportunity to see other parts of the world. ETA, your sister doesn't get to play mum when it's convenient. You stepped up when she dipped. Now she has to accept consequences that she doesn't have a daughter. You do. Rooster Tabs is absolutely not the arsehole, assuming that your daughter is on board with this change and with my recommendation that you make this decision with her input. Congratulations on this wonderful opportunity. Hope you and your daughter have the adventure of a lifetime. 420 Parent 2013 says, Not the arsehole. Story time. My husband has the privilege of being in contact with a son. He had put up for adoption and they have a pretty good relationship. He is pretty close friends with the adoptive parents too. Well, recently they had a little kerfuffle. Him and his son traded phone numbers with his parents' permission and he's 14. His son called him a few days ago. They spoke for about four hours while playing a game together. Later, the adoptive mum said that that couldn't happen again. At first, we were super confused because of how well they all got along. After thinking about it, Hubs realized what the issue might be. So he messaged the mum and said, I am so sorry if I overstepped any boundaries. I should have asked if he had permission to call me. This is totally my fault. Let me know what the guidelines are for having his number. I don't want to do anything you don't know about. That is how you handle an adoptive parent making parenting choices for their child, not whining and threatening to take them back. Turns out, the biggest problem wasn't hubby and son not asking. Son is close to failing a couple of classes, so phone and gaming privileges are limited. Spare article says, nope, not the asshole. You adopted her and are her legal parent. You are not her foster mum, trying to integrate her back with your sister. And one more from Quiet Regret 3166 who says, not the asshole. Giving birth doesn't make someone a mother. When that baby needed an adult, it wasn't your family that stepped in. It was childless in a relationship you sacrificed to meet the child's needs. You're that kid's mum. And if you need to move with her, do it. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And what are your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them? A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved daily in the videos. It means the absolute world. Have you got all your Christmas shopping done? I haven't even started yet. Help me. <laughs> And I will see you in the next one. Much love, guys. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 